listening to Power Tools for Parents. Parenting is tough, and we often feel like we don't have the right tools for the job. Listen in as all three of Legacy Christian Academy's division counselors and occasional outside guests discuss compelling parenting topics and give you practical, effective tools for your parenting toolbox. Welcome to Power Tools for Parents. So glad you joined us again, gave us another listen. And um, yeah, just got to do a shout out there to uh, Kristen's daughter, Taylor, who did our intro. So cute. She had so much fun. Yeah, we we um, we decide. I don't know. We had a brainstorm collectively that mm-hmm. we need to use kids for the intro, absolutely, and the outro. So we're super excited about that. They bring an energy. They just bring a different energy. They bring an energy and a sweetness. So um, that was awesome, Taylor. If you're listening, we loved that. And um, Kristen just wanted to just touch base with you. How's it going over there in lower school? It's going great. We are never bored over there. We're learning so much. <laughs> There's always so much interesting things going on. Um, we wrapped up Dr. Seuss week, Valentine's Day, yeah. um, all sorts of just fun spring events happening around uh, the Early Learning Center and lower school. That's Very awesome. Cool. So fun. Never a dull moment. Lana, what about you? Holding down middle? Holding down also never a dull moment, but in many different ways. But yeah, middle yeah. school has been, been great. Lots of, you know, wrapping up soccer. Um, for us, we didn't win like the high school yeah. did, but so much fun to watch that and witness that. We, we got to do that in the cafeteria. So a lot of fun stuff going over at middle school. Yeah. Well, we are blessed to have both of you. And here we are on the podcast this morning talking about grit. So this is a topic that came up as a good one to do. Um, It's something, again, that we deal with a lot in our office, trying just to teach kids how to be Mm -hmm. gritty. Um, So I thought before we got started, I'd give you a quick definition. Um, from This is from Angela Duckworth's book, Grit, which if you've not read that, um, it is a really fabulous resource. And it's kind of what put the word grit on the map um, when we've called it things in the past like resilience and persistence. But uh, she defines it as passion and sustained persistence applied toward long-term achievement with no particular concern for rewards or recognition along the way, mm-hmm. um, which is a good fancy way of saying it. Uh, as it boiled down in my mind, really just to doing hard things and sticking with them is what grit is all about. And I think, yeah, as we think about grit with our kids, we're not always the best at grit. No, but I think, you know, as I keep thinking about this topic and, and we talk to the kids about it, I really think grit is where it's at. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, grit can win over ability. Grit can win over talent. Grit can win over, you know, just education and practice it's it's grit that really decides how the outcome is going to come so I just I love that we're talking about this because I think it's something that will help our kids launch to that next level yeah agreed for sure and and speaking of Angela Duckworth that's that's a good segue into this so in her book she does a big study with the conclusion that grit is the the number one predictor of future success over mm. IQ, over academic right. um, achievement, which is so interesting yeah. that she that she found that out, but really not surprising. Um, when you listen to people's stories mm-hmm. that have become something or really outstanding mm-hmm. in their field, isn't there always just a giant element of 
of grit. Which doesn't that then too also, Jenna, level the playing field a little bit? Absolutely. Because it's like, you know what, I might not have as much ability as someone, but grit can outwork ability all day long. Exactly. And we we can all determine the amount of grit that we're going to bring to a situation. That's right. Kristen, what were you going to say? Yes. It's so powerful when our students have these areas of passion and they're able to look at these experts or people who have excelled in that field and see their journey, see where the grit has shown up and just there's so many great options mm-hmm. for looking at, you know, our missionaries, our athletes, mm-hmm. our business leaders, our musicians, and, you know, what did their journey look like? And so many of them share openly about the grit that it took to get there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And you had a great quote. You want to go ahead and read your quote? Oh, yes. Yeah. So I... I taught in the classroom for 10 years before school counseling, and I always loved like a teammate theme um, was my favorite. And so Michael Jordan was a big part of that. And this quote that he had, I've lost almost 300 games, 26 times I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and I've missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that's why I succeed. So just reminding our students that Mm -hmm. it's really getting back up again, and it's really just continuing to use that grit to get where you want to go. I just think it's a beautiful example. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful example. And and, um, that leads me to another point, which is grit grows best with adversity. Mm -hmm. So keeping that in mind, parents, um, you know, you stop and think about – where does your kid have the opportunity for adversity? And I say that opportunity, it's kind of, it's a different way of thinking. Um, I remember being over in the South Campus, it's been several years, but uh, I walked down the stairs and in one of the hallways was a bulletin board that said, thank you God for beautiful struggles. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's a really cool message to send our kids. Yeah. So instead of, instead of cursing the struggles and, and griping and worrying about the struggles, it's are we thanking God for the struggles? And, and really this leads me into James 1, 2 through 4, and, and I'll just read it quickly. But um, James says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So what a what a countercultural thought mm-hmm. to consider to consider a trouble as great joy. And do we do that? Do we do that with our kids when they when they come up against adversity? And this is a whole nother podcast we've had. This <laughs> yes, <time. laughs> it is. Yeah. Yes. We're like, oh, what do we talk about? What, how do we focus? But just just a brief um, just a brief thought on that is are we setting the stage to develop grit or do we just take every adversity swiftly away from them as Mm -hmm. fast as we can because who likes to see your kids struggle right right yeah but I think what Paul or what James recognizes that it's when you're struggling you're growing Mm -hmm. and you're developing and so that's what's key and that's why he says count it you know as joy and and embrace those struggles because what you're embracing is the ability to grow right I think the area that we can really like see this so clearly and understand it is like weightlifting and with athletes, Mm. it's like what they want to do is grow and become stronger and stronger. Will they know to do that? Right. It it comes with 
weightlifting, which is painful and, and often strenuous. But you know what? They do it. And the reason they do it is because they know the outcome. Right. And so I think as parents, we have to think that way too. It's like, no, let them struggle because it's a muscle that is growing. It's a muscle. Mm. That's exactly right. And you're not going to just magically wake up one day and mm. make the three-point shot right. or lift the 200 pounds or whatever it might be. It's, mm-hmm. it's a process. And all along the way, there's sometimes no instant feedback. You know, it's just, it's just day after day being consistent, um, which kind of leads me to another point. And, and in this world where we, we live, we had the, the kids are so accustomed to instant gratification. Yes. I mean, we are too, but the kids, especially because with, with their technology stuff, it's just, you know, I, I click on this, I get a little dopamine rush. I, mm. I, I do this, I instantly can find out. I can Google the answer to that question and know it within five seconds. Mm-hmm. So if something takes a little while, it freaks them out sometimes. And, you know, yes. it shouldn't be taking this long. And right. they, they lose that um, ability to be patient mm-hmm. and to just... The, the, waiting, the waiting, the waiting is hard. Yeah, the process. The process. Being willing to go through the process. Yeah. So um, so wherever possible, I would say, um, as Kristen had said so well, I think it's important to get them around people who have uh, developed that muscle and who, who show what it looks like to be gritty. Mm-hmm. And um, in one source that I was reading, it suggested um, having grit interviews, like whether this is something orchestrated by you, which I think it would be so cool if so, or just the next time you're sitting around um, as a family, perhaps because this article talked about uh, a grandparents are like a super well, great yeah. resource for a grit interview. You know, if this pops into your mind, just, just um, encourage a conversation where they can sit and talk to somebody who really has had a life where they've had periods of struggle, mm-hmm. but stuck with it and then seen the outcome. Mm-hmm. So I thought how, that was kind of cool. Yeah. How powerful it is to mix family and purposeful grit conversations. And so like another idea that, you know, we tossed around is family grit challenge, just everyone kind of finding their own thing they're going to be working towards. That's going to, going to be a journey for them and just supporting each other through that and being there for each other as you're, you're trying to meet your goals, um, was another really powerful way to bring in, you know, purposeful grit conversations and the family support. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the, um, as I'm thinking about grit and, and I know y'all see this in your office and, and so do I, cause most of the time the, when, when people come to us, it's because there is a struggle of some kind. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I want us to really recognize that grit, begins in the small things yes you know uh, I know you know we we think about grit with you know a lot of like athletes or, or people that have discovered things and worked hard but for our kids it begins with the small things whether it's you know uh something I'm, I'm afraid to face and, and then to develop that muscle of grit mm-hmm. and um so what we got to think about is the thing that holds kids back and people in general from developing this is fear Right. They're, they're just afraid. And most of the time they're afraid of failing. And so I think that we have to teach our kids to be I, I, I'm good at failing. Yeah. You know, because really, you know, I love that book, that uh, elementary book that it's like it's not winning and losing. It's winning and learning. Mm-hmm. And so it's helping to develop that growth mindset that we're not it's not about failing 
It's just as James says, it's about growing and it's about developing. And so if we can help them to recognize, you know, you have nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. You, you may not come out, you know, on top, but we've got to look and see where we've been and where we're going and the progress that you made. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it can just be, I mean, grit can be so small as in my office, you know, I'm, I'm afraid to raise my hand in class. All right. We're going to work that grit muscle. Yeah. We're going to develop some grit. So today I'm just going to ask you to look up at the teacher, but it's small victories that develop the confidence to face the fear and then grit grows through that. I love that. I love that you, that you brought that up progress over perfection. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. So when you think you have to be perfect and, and Kristen, I love the thought of as a family sitting down and making, making goals and maybe they are small goals Mm -hmm. or maybe it is a big goal, like running a, running a 5k, you know, and you share that with your child Mm -hmm. and you say, you know what, I might be walking the last two miles and that's really okay. Mm -hmm. Like my goal is to finish, not to be perfect in it. And, um, Lana, that, that, that's so true. Um, just the day to day, it grows in the day to day over and over. I started thinking about what does grit look like? And we didn't talk about this before, so it might catch y'all off guard, (laughs) but, but I would like to throw this out. Like what does grit look like with an upper school kid? Mm -hmm. And to me in my office, just an example from last week. Okay. Grit looked like a girl who is so totally lost in chemistry Mm-hmm. Yet, she, and, and know if we have an amazing chemistry teacher, so <laughs> not, not that. It's just a tough subject. Yes, yes. She's totally lost in chemistry, yet she goes every single day to that class period in its entirety, listens with every ounce of her strength. She leaves that class, goes home, does the practice problems, you know, Googles what she doesn't know, goes to Khan Academy to see, comes on Wednesday, every single Wednesday, she's up here mm-hmm. working on... Um, chemistry and then with every test she'll do test corrections and it might not even gain her that many points back but even if it's just a few you know she'll do that um, retake in order to to gain a couple of points back so it's just Mm -hmm. and it's it's sticking with that and I mean in the school setting you know you don't really at this point we have no option for an ad drop of any kind but it's sticking with that and just showing up Mm -hmm. and not really feeling like you're making progress but then in the end in the end, you can look back and you can think, I did that hard thing. Yeah. You know, I did that hard thing yeah. and God helped me through it and I passed that class. And, and sometimes that that's a, brings a great point, Jenna. Sometimes it's also being able to look back because when we set out to do something, sometimes our ideal of success may change along the way. Like, like probably her ideal of success would have been, make a B. Yeah. But maybe she ended up with a C, but if she can look back and go, but what else did I gain along the way? Yes. You know, the, the ability to believe in myself and better study habits and the confidence to go in and ask for help. So therein lies, that's what you grit gain. You gain things through grit that may be different than what you really expected to gain. Exactly. You know, what I think that's important is that we when we see our kids struggle, that we do stop at the end of that struggle, and and let's not focus on what you didn't yes, achieve, but yes. let's talk, let's focus on what you gained in character and as a person, which is awesome. I love that, and even even through the journey, honestly, as parents, as you're going through it, and it's a particularly hard day with whatever mm-hmm. your kid um, is is doing, you you can stop and just think, okay, what? But what are the hidden blessings? I see yes. the struggle, but but what are the blessings? 
kids that have already come out of this struggle. And, mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's a great opportunity to teach that um, to them. And then, again, modeling it with your, with your own life. You know, mm-hmm. do we stick with the hard things? Do we tend to give up easily? Right. Um, yeah, and I'd love to talk a little bit about the, the victor versus victim. That was really good, too. Yeah, I think, you know, in society now nowadays, it's, um, it's very common to just wear that victim mentality as a badge. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just where we are. Um, a lot of people want to talk about the things that they're the victim of. And what a, a powerless, um, defeated place to come from. Yeah. And I think this generation of kids that we are raising, it, it's no fault of their own, but I just think that's somewhat of their mindset is to really focus more on the areas where they are the victim. And what we want to do is, as parents and to help build that muscle of grit is to help them concentrate on where they're victorious. Yes. You know, you want to be a victor over a victim. So you want to be able to look through and say, what have I accomplished? Because that's where you gain confidence right. is to see what you've been through and how you've overcome. And it's confidence that is the greatest predictor of success. You know, right. do I have the confidence? Well, that's just another way of saying, do you have the grit? Yeah. Do you have the grit? Yes, something bad did happen to you. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about it? Yes. Do you sit in it? Right. Or do you do something? Well, grit says, I get up and I get busy. That's right. You know, and that's the generation that we want to be raising. The kids that say, I don't like it. Right. And it's uncomfortable and I'm afraid, but I'm going to get up and push through it. Yeah. And be victorious. So good. And when we're seeing this big cultural shift, we really want to be purposeful and we really want to start young. And one of the favorite resources we tossed around is just Big Life Journal. We love Big Life Journal. It is a secular resource, but it's clean and it's got great, great um, options for us. And one of the things I use within my family, they've got great podcast stories. And we know you're podcaster, podcast listeners, you're listening <laughs> now. But um, many of us grew up with like Adventures and Odyssey, just the wholesome stories, the vivid storylines and characters. They've got great, great content for grit, for growth mindset, for not giving up, and just for for students to really see that in an easy to, to swallow way. They've got great journals um, for students to work through, um, grit and set goals, printable activities, board games, all sorts of things. Um, so there's so many great resources out there as we are, you know, attempting to change our students' perspective on victim and victor and just getting that conversation started young and following through and keeping that you know, on the horizon. Yeah. And I just, I love the whole idea of being a victor instead of a victim, because I mean, isn't that what the enemy wants to just get us in that victim mindset? Because then we're, then we're useless, you know, then, then we are of no use to the Lord. And, and not only that, we, we, um, we deprive ourselves of joy here in our time on the earth. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, how can I be a victor as opposed to a victim and, and not let something define me not get stuck in it, mm-hmm. which is, you know, again, we're, we're counselory, so <laughs> it's okay to feel the feels. I mean, we're not going to say, but not to sit in it, but not yes. to sit in it. What are you going to do from here? Um, I'm reading the best book right now. You guys, maybe you've, maybe you've, um, heard of it or seen it 
that it's come out, but it's by Beth Moore. Do you, do you ever follow mm-hmm. Beth Moore? She's at uh, Kristen. I don't know. You're pretty young, <laughs> <laughs> but she did amazing Bible studies, mostly with, with the Baptist denomination. But if, if you've never done a Beth Moore study, you should. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. She just came out with a memoir, all my knotted up life. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of that? No, no. I think it's pretty new. And I came upon it just a couple of days ago and I'm just listening to it. I'm listening to an audio book, which is a really cool way to listen, by the way, because she does it herself and it's great. But Beth Moore, when you think about somebody that's just achieved so much for the kingdom, she's one. I mean, she's really um, up there and just really anointed by the Lord. And all her studies are so fabulous. But as she shares in this memoir, I mean, this woman did not have an easy life. And she she gets really specific in it. And things I learned about her and I, I just, it just, this whole thing of grit just kept popping into my mind. Like she could have just rolled over. And declared it over, to be honest, so many times again and again in that book. But there was something in her. And it's that little spark we're talking about that said, no, this will not define me. I'm not going to be bitter. I'm going to be better. And I'm going to find ways to do that. And that's what we want our kids to be. Because don't we know this is a hard world? Yeah, it is. It is. So the things that they're facing here, the the chemistry test, these these are this is a learning tank to say, like you said, Lana, you know, this is this is um, just showing you by being successful over and over again. It's showing you, it's developing that muscle so that you can you can tackle the big things later on in life. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm gonna add to that just a quick uh video um recommendation just because uh the kids in the middle school all got to see this video chasing failure which is just so contradictory to anything that we do which is i'm always chasing success right right? that's what the world teaches us but it's a great video uh by ryan leak he is a christian man and he really um sends out the powerful message of underlying message just really is when we set out to chase failure what will we gain along the way? Mm. And so getting ready to go, you know what? I'm ready to go do the hard thing. I'm ready to do the thing that I probably 100% won't succeed at, but right. I'm going to watch and see what God does along the way. Um, so your kids have all seen it in the middle school. I recommend if you haven't seen it to watch it. That's It great. opens up a really good conversation about just doing hard things and then seeing how God uses that. That's so. aw- that's awesome. What's it called? What did you Chasing say? Failure. Chasing Failure. Boy, just the irony in that title. Yeah, it's it's on YouTube and it's it's Ryan Leak. And he actually is a um he's a motivational speaker goes all over the world, but he is from Frisco, Texas. Oh, awesome. That's so interesting. Yeah. Well, I so I threw out what grit looked like in upper school. I used the chemistry test. Can you guys think of anything? This is really off the cuff, but can you think of anything? Like what does that look like in middle, Anna? Yeah, I think the main thing in middle school, because uh middle school the the biggest struggle I think that most of the kids have it's social. Yeah. It's just social stuff. So so the grit to just sometimes, you know, um, make a move socially, like I'm going to sit with somebody different mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm going to confront a friend, uh, a relationship that I have that's not healthy, a friend that's not being kind to me, you know, but I, I'm just going to have the the um, guts basically yeah. to, to do that because, you know, they think they're committing social suicide. And so um, I think it's just the social stuff and it's teaching them, you know, probably 90% of the conversations in my office are about you know, doing something socially and having the courage to do that and how scary that is. And so it can be so simple as, you know what, I need you to sit with somebody different 
at yeah. lunch today, yeah. you know, and, or I need you to raise your hand in class, or I need you to ask someone for help, or I need you to confront that friend with yeah. a Matthew model that, right. you know yeah. what, you don't like the way that they treated you, but I would say most of the time, if I could get all my middle schoolers to have social grit, yes, it would good. be a different environment. And not to fall apart. That's so good. That's good across the board, social grit, isn't it? Oh, yes, my gosh. Absolutely. And not fa- Because it's scary. It's scary. It's and, scary. Then, and then not to fall apart. Okay, and I know... I'm certainly not encouraging kids to make fun of kids by any means. But, you know, if someone just makes a little joke about your whatever lunchbox, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's it's maybe meant in fun and it's not meant in a cruel way, but not to just let that ruin your whole day, you know, not to let that then um, define your joy for the rest of the day. Well, and I think with social stuff, it's knowing that you may choose to confront someone or sit in a different place. Now, using grit doesn't guarantee you're going to come out winner right in the sense that I got what I wanted right. and all of a sudden my friend responded the way I want or I got a new friend group because I moved my seat mm-hmm. you know that's not grit doesn't guarantee that kind of success but it does guarantee that you have gained some confidence in yourself to do something different socially and that's what grit's about yes it's about what you are learning and what you're gaining internally so it's like yeah that didn't go the way I wanted to mm-hmm. yeah but how did you feel about doing it yes you know what I felt good yes. I felt powerful yes. because I confronted that person okay that's grit and and that's the conversation in the car that's and when it. when the kid says oh I, you know I changed lunch tables they weren't really all that nice to me mom I didn't really feel good in this lunch table either so then what do you say as a parent? Oh, well, okay. Then um, you know, I should probably call I should probably call your original group's mm-hmm. parents because obviously you tried this on your own. Or is it like, you know what? Good for you. Way to go. You changed lunch tables. Do you know how hard that was? Yeah. That Way to courage. go. Way to go. And and now don't you feel empowered to maybe find some new friends tomorrow? Or yeah. you know, that's so good and so important. And it's all in our response. And and again, it goes back, y'all, just to the am I gonna am I gonna swoop in to rescue the struggle? And boy, as parents, you can't stand it. I'm preaching to the choir here because <laughs> you can't stand to see your child yeah. struggle. But when you when you take away the struggle, you're taking away a learning opportunity, and 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 they won't have that confidence. Well, and do you see when you're talking, Jenna, about the the lunch situation and moving tables that you as a parent? when you were, you know, talking as a parent, you shifted from seeing the child as a victim yep. to seeing them as victorious. Yes. It's not, look what happened to you. It's look what you did. So good. Yeah. You know, wow. Way to go. And a kid will feel that. They kid, can really yeah. feel that. You can help them feel that mm-hmm. if they don't. Kristen, what about you? What does it look like on a practical level over there? It's just shining so brightly with our student services, friends in lower school and ELC. And I just immediately, Julie Bratcher comes to mind, our incredible arc teacher who just knows that, you know, her population of GT students, you know, sometimes, um, you know, this is more prevalent where things have come easily to them. And so she's constantly looking for amazing, you know, resources and um, lessons that we can do together um, to support them in that way. You know, um, Christina Stockton and Gigi Gross, who lead our learning center, they instantly come to mind. They've been doing incredible trainings with our staff on just grit Mm -hmm. and putting us through dyslexia simulations. And, you know, the grit that our students are showing, um, just the beautiful attitudes that they come with every day. And so I just, you know, 
it's definitely a conversation that our specialists are doing an amazing job of leading in the lower school. And I'm just so proud um, to join forces with them and, you know, get this message across to our students in so many different ways. Yes, what a great shout mm-hmm. out to them. Boy, are they just the definition of grit. Absolutely. You know, and that you bring up a good point, Kristen, because sometimes our kids really do have legitimate challenges, yes. you know, whether it is a learning mm-hmm. disorder or um, other things that we may we that may require a little more grit than the average bear. So right. so I guess in that sense, you know, um, the, the verse of consider it all joy, it's hard to consider it a joy when your child is struggling to read, but that can be a message that we send to them. You know what? God's entrusted you with this. We all have our challenges, and and we're going to find a way to be a victor in this. Mm-hmm. And then to to um, you you're developing a muscle that not everybody gets to develop. Mm. So what kind of a cool person are you going to be one day? Because Absolutely. there's something God has for you by giving you this by allowing this struggle or this challenge. So um, that's the message that yes, they do it so well. Um, in, in, in our other student services divisions. So, um, yes, as we, as we wrap up here on grit, one thing I wanted to mention, so that Angela Duckworth book grit there, she, so if you just Google that and Google grit scale, there is a grit scale that Mm. actually allows you, we did with our high school kids one time. It's kind of interesting. It allows you to go in there and it's just asking questions like, um, I finish what I start. I overcome setbacks. Like you kind of rank yourself, um, would be great for parents to do. So you can just figure out, am I, am I a good one to teach grit? Do I have grit? Mm -hmm. Um, and then you could adapt it to kids. There may be even be one adapted more toward different um, ages. I don't know. I didn't get mm-hmm. that far, but but um, but yeah, you could easily adapt it to your children and kind of help them see where they are on the grit scale because that could be helpful too. If you're sitting there thinking right now, I don't know, is my kid really gritty? I yeah. try. Yeah. I try to make them gritty, um, but it would be a good objective look Love at that. that. Yeah. Love so, um, any other thoughts as we wrap up today, ladies? Oh, just encourage your kids to do hard things. Yes. Yeah, do hard things. Yeah, do hard things. Yeah. And and um, try to de- develop an environment that cultivates those hard things. So as parents, um, don't, don't uh, swoop in and just deprive them of that. Yeah. Encourage that. Yeah. Encourage that. And, and celebrate the victories. Celebrate the victories. I, I, cel- uh, minor victories. I'm, I raised my hand in class. I yes. can't stress that enough. Yeah, stress that enough. Celebrate the victories, even in, in the middle of the failure. In the middle, no matter how small they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that is our podcast for today. And we know we're all works in progress. So yes. we say it. We're in there with you. We're right in there we with are. you. And um, if you have any questions, as always, please reach out to any of us. We would love, love, love to walk you through your questions about grit or just maybe give you some um, practical, tool, more practical tools and tips for your specific situation as we all uh, learn together in this journey of parenting. Still learning and mine are grown. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us today. We just, it means a lot that you support our um, parent education here at Legacy Christian and um, hope you tune in again next time. This has been Taylor in third grade. Thank you for listening to Power Tools for Parents. We are so glad you joined us today. Spread the word and be sure to subscribe for more parenting tips to help you along this journey.